Hello and welcome to Follow Me and Die. I'm your host, Larry Hamilton, and today on Thursday Thoughts, Spontaneous Generation. In the real world, the idea of spontaneous generation, you know, where maggots and flies come from rotting meat, was disproved and replaced by the actual method where like creature spawns like creature. This is called biogenesis. But in the fantasy world, spontaneous generation can be real. So normal boring creatures that die spawn normal boring maggots and flies. But the monstrous and magical creatures? They would spawn something more fantastic. For example, what happens when you slay a dragon? Suppose the creatures spawned from it are like carrion crawlers and purple worms. Now not every creature needs to have this happen, but once you have one creature do this, if the players make the connection, such as witnessing it, you can bet they're going to be burning every body they ever encounter. Perhaps some creatures only spontaneously generate from the ashes of the cremated bodies of certain types of dead. And then some creatures will more rapidly generate something than others. And the more powerful the creature, perhaps the more rapid and impressive the creature that is spontaneously generated. And I can see a couple ways to handle this mechanically. One option would be to specify that there's a certain type of perhaps two or three different similar creatures that are generated when a specific creature dies. And you can go overkill with that and go through the monster manual and come up with a way to do that for every creature. Or another option is to generate a table of the kinds of things that might be spontaneously generated so that perhaps a dead giant and a dead dragon might have the chance to spontaneously generate a boule or something like that. Maybe there's only a chance that there's spontaneous generation or the time until the onset of the new creature that is generated may vary. And because of this spontaneous generation, it occurs to me that if you use that, that is one way to repopulate a seemingly inaccessible dungeon. When the various creatures are killed after a point in time, something else rises from it. So there's always going to be something in the dungeon unless you truly go in and cleanse the dungeon. It comes to mind we might have a table where, say, after D6 minutes or D6 hours, the creature either dissolves into slime and sludge or blows away as ash in the wind, or perhaps generates between one and three random and unrelated creatures. This could greatly limit the ability to collect parts. So if you're sent on a quest to get something, if you don't do it in a timely manner, you've blown your chances. Get them now or they won't last long enough for you to come back. And this is the kind of idea to keep in the back of your mind for when weird things get mixed together. Sort of like an extreme version of the potion miscability table in the first edition Dungeon Master's Guide, where if you drink more than one potion before the first potion expires, you've got a chance of catastrophe. So what happens when the players mess with the experiments on the wizard's workbench? Some horrid beast is created, and it might just be a quote-unquote regular monster, or it could be some hideous creature that you generate by rolling up on the first edition DMG table that you use for randomly generating creatures from the lower planes. I don't know why I hadn't thought of this before, but the whole idea of taking the historical reality of what people believed happened with spontaneous generation and just running with it, oh my gosh, 
I've got more ideas than I'll ever be able to use. But that is just the amazing power of thinking of things. And it's funny, I was listening to Tim Short's Gothridge Manor podcast, his current podcast, and he was talking about his 80th mini dungeon and talking about it. And he said something and it triggered something. And I came up with one idea totally unrelated to this. And then that spawned this idea as I was trying to scribble down the first idea. And I just love how the ideas start almost generating themselves once you get one tiny little spark. So that's why I like to try to keep up with all the podcasts. It gives me lots of cool ideas, helps me come up with more ideas of my own that I can share with others or inflict on my players. So I am going to call this a short one tonight. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful day, are getting in lots of gaming, and game on. And here's the end blurb. You can find Follow Me and Die at my blog, followmeanddie.com, here on Anchor and the other places where my podcast is syndicated, Follow Me and Die on YouTube, and you can find me on various sites where you see my social media avatar by the amazing Satine Phoenix. I have a social page on my blog that directs to all of my various social media. To get more of my thoughts and opinions in the realm of RPGs and games, check out my other sites. I also contribute to Multiverse.World by the new TSR. If you like the podcast and the other things I share online, there are a few ways you can support my efforts. First, tell me and tell others. Just getting the word out is important. Consider backing me on my Patreon. Patrons get a vote on what PDF I publish next on one bookshelf. You can check out my growing list of PDFs at either DriveThruRPG or RPG Now. And if you like what you see, please let me know. And if there's something that doesn't quite suit you, please let me know. Constructive criticism is very important for those of us who publish our own PDFs. I also have a Teespring store where you can get a shirt with my logo. The same one by Satine Phoenix. Thanks for listening, and game on!